All right. Well, hey, I got a uh, I got a gentleman on on the on the phone that I'm going to have on the podcast here, um, and if you've not seen it, I recommend looking up uh, Static on on Twitter, and, and they have a video there for on uh, on YouTube. It's a fan film for Static Static Shock. I have to admit, Dave, I I am I am one of the people that discovered it from the cartoon, and I've just found some comics today and I'm going to probably end up reading them um, probably later tonight. But uh, okay. I really dig the characters. I thought the story was cool. And I like your I like your short. It was very cool. I thought that was very well done. Thank you, man. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me on. So. Yeah. And no problem. Don't be afraid to ask me anything. So. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, well, like I said, I, I it was, uh, actually it was uh, one of my fellow podcasters here in Seattle that uh, I posted about it. I was like, well, I should check that out. I like Static. Static is a cool character. So I watched it, and I was like, I was like, right on. This is the special effects were cool. the The, the story was well done. The, the actors were great. And uh, mm-hmm. and uh, like, and I was watching. It, I was like, well, this. I'm, I'm watching. I'm thinking, okay, this must be more more based on the actual comics and not so much the cartoon because the the, the costuming and mm-hmm. stuff was different. And after looking at a few pages of the comic, I did realize yes, that was the the, the Malcolm X hat in the in the shades. Yeah, yeah. So it was it was very well done. I thought it was very cool. I even um I tweeted about it, and I tagged um uh, Phil Philomar um um Jason Marsden and um, um Michael um David. The, the the gentleman who played uh, who played uh, um, 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 his dad, I'm trying to think of his name right now. But that I was the gentleman who played his, yeah. played his dad. Yeah. Oh, man, I forget his name. Yeah, it's it's oh Kevin Michael Richardson. That's his name. I knew I remembered. I met oh, him. Okay. Yeah, he's oh, okay. yeah. really cool dude. He's also the voice of Junior on on uh, Family Guy uh, or uh, Cleveland Show. Uh, yeah. yeah, but. But uh, yeah, so I tweeted. I don't know if they if they saw them or they started following your your Twitter accounts. But uh, I know that they were a part of the of the cartoon version of it. And I figured, if nothing else, they would. Actually, I saw today that Phil Lamar had tweeted that I think it's the 25th anniversary of the comic. Mm, yeah. So that's 26 cool. or 26. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. And that was actually kind of what I was like. I need to find. I need to find the original comics because the the ones I saw um, that I was able to get my hands on were the uh, stuff after um, um, the New Fifty Two. So I wanted to see the original stuff. Yeah. So. yeah, it's pretty amazing, man. The whole idea of us even really going back to uh, give more homage to the comics was you no. Know, when we started filming, we started. Um, uh, well, I had the idea to, to go ahead and do it. You know, I thought it would be a nice change of pace. And I worked on previous stuff before, just straight-up drama. You know, this was this had, this, this took visual effects, you know what I'm saying? I took a beard through. It took a lot more people, that sort of thing. And I'm based here in St. Louis. And so the idea was to uh, – well, I had the guy who played aesthetic, Malik Shakur. I had a cinematographer. They both came over my house. And uh, we, all of us, ended up watching the fan films that were already done, the character online. And so a lot of that was strictly based on the cartoon. And 
a lot of us know that there's a whole comic side portion to it, uh, but a lot of us haven't necessarily been exposed to it either. Right. And so when I looked at all of the, the fan films that were online, I felt like the best way to make art different, yet have some of the elements from the animated show so we don't completely neglect or alienate that audience. But the way to make ours really different and unique was to go back to the source material. And uh, that's what we did. And so as you, as you mentioned before, like his costume is very much inspired by uh, the, the, the comics. And then also for budgetary reasons, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, we made, it, we made the film, the entire thing, for $3,000. And so, uh, wow. you know, it's not like we had, a, it's not like we had like a big budget or anything to, uh, to, to go get you know, the, the trench coat that he wears and the actual animated show. And then from a story point of view, it really didn't logically make sense, you know, for him to just be an upcoming hero and that's his, uh, that's his first outfit that he wears. Right. And so, uh, and so I felt like, you know, people would understand that aspect of it. So it would, so even if you were kind of expecting, you know, the, the, the suit from the animated series, you would understand, okay, I see why he's wearing this at this right. particular time. But leaving it open to, you know, the, the costume and whatnot definitely right. evolving and changing. So, are you are you guys going to do more, or is this was just kind of a one-and-done kind of thing? I thought it was going to be a one-and-done sort of thing. Uh, uh, so we filmed it in, uh, partially in December of 2017, intended for it to be just a 10-minute short film. Yeah, I kind of realized the potential of it, so I took about a month or so to step back and do more research and look up all of the comments and read it and digest it and just live it and breathe it. And then I expanded it to be like a 40-minute film. And uh, from that aspect, uh, uh, I think in, 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 you know, while I was doing that, expanding it, I was like, okay, this is really just going to set the foundation for what we want to do. It's right. not really a holistic self, you know what I'm saying? So we looked at, we left it very open. There's a lot of uh, 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 gaps in the film, not necessarily bad thing, but just gaps in the film that fleshed out. Where if you want to go back and you know, if you want to go back and tell stories of particular parts, you could do that. Right. And so, um, and so, yeah, man, I definitely we're going to do more. It's not going to be just static, but it's going to be open up to the whole milestone universe. Nice. And uh, I'm not going to give away the mid-credits scene for your for your listeners, but uh, but uh, you know, there's other characters amongst the milestone pantheon that we will do: Hardware, Icon, uh, Blood Syndicate, Rocket. Um, nice. So we're looking at about four solid, four more solid short films that are going to come out of yeah. come out of this, and. It'll be entitled the Dakota City Chronicles. It could be it could be just our own mini cinematic universe. That's awesome. You know? And um, yeah. Do you have DC Universe? Do you have uh, access to it? Yeah, I did. But once I kind of finished Titans, and I mean, I was I, I did give Doom's Doom Patrol a chance. And I got about three four episodes in, and I was just like, yeah. It yeah, got it got better good. after like, the first five episodes. I mean, I I, I was ex- I wasn't expecting anything from Doom Patrol because I knew nothing about those characters. Uh, the only thing that really yeah. that brought me into that the was the fact that the actors the that cyborg. are cyborg. Yeah. Oh yeah, cyborg. Yeah, I did know cyborg, but yeah, the rest of them I had no who who they were. But uh, yeah. And actually, I read someplace that Doom Patrol was the inspiration for the X Men. Yeah, 
You say what? That Doom Patrol came out before Marvel made the X-Men. So the X-Men were kind of loosely based on Doom Patrol. You know, they have the leader who's in a wheelchair. You know, you have all these other people who have their set of powers. And they're not exactly the same, but the the idea of a team with the leader in the chair and, you know, they all live in a mansion kind of thing is the similar. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, I can definitely see the parallels. Yeah. Well, the reason why I was asking is because um, they have Static Shock, the cartoon in HD on there, and I and I that was one of the reasons why I subscribed, and I was watching it, and I was like, God, I remember. I didn't find out about the show until after it was canceled, and I was like, yeah, because it was an episode of uh, I was I'm I was heavily into the the DC animated stuff, and I saw the episode. I think it was. Um, uh, Justice League, Justice Unlimited, Justice League Unlimited, and there was a crossover episode. Mm-hmm. I was like I should check out this other show, and uh, it was like right towards the end of that last season, and then, and then I had to go. Yes, yeah, Static Shock is was, it was such an amazing show, and I remember as soon as I got DC Universe, uh, I literally just binged all four seasons um, because you know they're not necessarily just readily available, you would have to pay for it each season. I think like right, a right. season. So I don't even think they're even available huge. on iTunes. I mean, you, oh, they do? the okay. only place to find them is on DC Universe right now, unless you want to go BitTorrent, which I don't recommend anybody doing because that's illegal. Right. But so yeah, it was really, it was really interesting. Um, you know, I was you know binge watching Static Shock and really just ingesting it and. Obviously, there are some elements of that that made its way in the film. But, um, yeah, I felt like tonally we just needed to be a lot more closer to the comic. Right. And that kind of helped ground the uh, the entire world that we were, that we set out to build for, you know? Yeah. And uh, I think after I discovered Static Shock, I started looking into the people who created the characters and, the, and just the history of the, of the show. I discovered that Dwayne McDuffie had also been in charge of a lot of DC animated stuff that was amazing. So it's like, oh, well, that's right. why I like this so much, because this guy is responsible for all these other things that I've been enjoying. Right. Yeah. Right. So, you know, and he, was, uh, he was like a lead writer or something for Justice League, too, Justice I think. League. Yeah. Green Lantern. Yes. A whole bunch of stuff, bro. Yeah, and I think he was he was before he passed away. He was the one who brought he brought us the uh, the Green Lantern series before it got canceled. Right, exactly, yeah. exactly, yeah. and that was pretty good. It was. Oh. I was. I wasn't. I wasn't expecting anything, honestly, because I, to be honest, I, if it hadn't been for the Justice League cartoon, I would have never known who John Stewart was. I I don't right. read the actual comics. I'm I'm more of a I like comic book heroes and stuff, but I I watch them on TV and in movies. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I I'm not see. I didn't go necessarily reading any kind of comics really. Um, I was very much into fantasy and Star Wars and, and oh, yeah. obviously the movies, comic book movies. But wow. I never really was like I'm just you know super deep into comics. But this creating. Static for sure definitely made me fall in love with uh, Milestone Comics. Yes. And uh, the groundbreaking work that, I mean, it really was groundbreaking what they were doing. Yeah. So um, I just had a deeper appreciation for all of it, honestly. Right. There is, I, I, you could probably find it on demand now, but uh, on AMC had a show 
um, a, about uh, comic book history. It was Robert Kirkman had a show where it was just each episode was a different about a different creator in comic book history. And one of them was yeah. about Milestone. And they talked to like yeah. all the different creators who were in Milestone who made their books and and, uh, and then they went off and did other things and came back to DC later or Marvel or whichever it was that they they left from and and uh, it was actually really cool. I learned a lot from that episode. I need to actually probably need to go back and see if I can find yeah, it. Yeah, it was pretty insightful. And also at the same time, I would say you know we all have to consider you know whose perspectives were coming uh, the the narrative is coming from as well. Right. Because. Um, obviously, Delaney Duffy is definitely not allowed to tell his story, and he was an integral part right. of all of it. He was editor, in, you know, what I'm saying editor in chief of right. Milestone Comics. So, um, was... obviously, you just got to be aware of that. But right. really very insightful, very insightful. Well, I think that uh, his his creating Milestone was also one of the. I think if it wasn't the first time, it was one of the first times that. Um, that African American heroes were actually being written by other African American people. They weren't just like, "Hey, let's throw this character in here because we need some more diversity," kind of thing. And right, uh, so, right. You know, because right. I remember, I, I don't know how old you are. I'm, I'm in my late forties, and I watched Super Friends back when I was a kid. And and the first black superhero that I was introduced to was Black Vulcan, and and I found out recently that he was created specifically for the show because they didn't. I don't know. They, there was something about uh, Black Lightning that they didn't want to use, so they created a different, but same character kind of thing. Yeah, so. um, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm actually 24, so I'm like oh, well, okay. pretty young, pretty young guy. But I, uh, you're pretty young too. So. <laughs> <laughs> my my thing is, um, I don't know. Have you seen the the Black Lightning show? On I love this show. It's amazing. I, I I'm I'm yeah. looking forward to next season. I really am. It's a great show, and uh, yeah, I think it's a really solid show. It's to me, it's one of the better CW shows for sure. Yeah, well, it's it's. I mean, it's not part of the Arrowverse, which is fine. I would have I would have would have been thought it would be great to have him do a crossover, but the the creators of that said no way. That's never happening. So, which is cool. Yeah. I would like yeah. to see them bring in some more some more DC heroes on that show, though. I would actually like to see Static on that show. I don't know if that will ever happen, though. Yeah, I doubt it. And honestly, I really feel that Static is the, the sort of character that really deserves his own, you know, yeah. show. Well, um, and I would, uh, you know, I don't necessarily think I completely disagree with him appearing on Black Lightning or anything, but I don't want him to, to become, you know, Black Lightning sidekick. Right. You know, yeah. Yeah. He really is a, he generally is a, a, a standalone character. Yeah. And so I'm, um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I feel like he would deserve like the Netflix treatment, you know, because at least Netflix is going to put the money behind it and the quality behind it to make sure it's, yeah. you know, it's up to the creators and whatnot to make a good story. Well, or uh, well, even DC Universe. DC Universe, DC Universe will probably be the one to do it. And I honestly, yeah, I think with, with your fan really film, good. With your fan film doing as well as it is, because I've been seeing your posts about how many how many views and stuff, and it's amazing. I think it's great that you're getting so much attention because it is is a good film. I think that that actually might get DC to go. Well, maybe we should do something more with Static, even though we have the series on on the service. Maybe we should have him part of you know of Titans or or have some sort of tie in or have his own show. 
But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's the sort of character I think who really deserves you know his own special treatment. And uh, from there, you could spawn off into so many other milestone characters as well. And he could be his own self-contained universe. Uh, but Static would be the Spider-Man of that. You know, he would be one of the most popular, probably the most popular in that universe. But there are so many characters who have extremely interesting and very different backgrounds. And so uh, I would love love to see that. You know, DC Universe, I mean, the quality on that is a step up from the CW show. You know, at least they're going to keep it real. And, you know, from a technical standpoint, I I believe the quality is a lot better too. So, um, well, there's yeah. there's a couple of Facebook groups that I'm on, and somebody said the other day they they asked what people thought was better, the CW DC shows or the DC Universe stuff. I said, you know what, I think, I mean the the CW shows, if there's any any plot holes or anything that's not good about them, it's it's they're far and few between, or they're they're not as big a deal. The only thing that would make them cooler is if they were on a on a platform that wasn't you know censoring them in any way, shape, or form, and that's what makes this exactly. DC better because yeah. there is no censorship. I I was watching Doom Patrol and someone dropped an f bomb. I was like, okay, well that makes this you know <laughs> that much better than than watching the Flash because you'll never yeah. hear the Flash Titan, say that. Titans is a pretty yes. I mean, the edgy PG thirteen. Yes, and I'm I mean, looking forward to season two. It's a pretty edgy PG-13. Yeah. So, I, I, was, I was disappointed that they didn't have more of Batman in, in, in Titans, but what we got was pretty awesome. And the, 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 the and spoilers, folks, if you haven't watched it, I'm sorry, I'm going to say this anyways. At the very last episode, we see, like, we see Connor. And you're like, oh, shit, Superboy. Oh, <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know? And then that was it. That was the end. It's like, oh, really? Now we have to wait a whole year before we get to see more of that. That's okay. Right on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I, I absolutely love Titans, so. And in with uh, Young Justice too. They, they, um, season. They didn't have him in season three. I didn't see, but at the end or towards the end of season two, um, Virgil was a part of season two of Young Justice. He was. Played by a different guy, and he was in like three episodes total, I think. But uh, I would like to see him come back yeah, on uh, that show. Ah, uh, yeah, I would love to see him back too. Absolutely. You know, uh, yeah, DC Universe would be like the perfect. I mean, if they're trying to come out with a splash, come out with something big with a lot of hype, the way you do it is you put static on live action, static shock on it. That's yes. how you do it. And uh, because that would number one, automatically solidify the DC universe as like a legit streaming service. Yeah. <laughs> you know I, what I mean? And then, you know, you know, not, not get a lot of attention. To right. Not, not to like, you know, just, you know, be just giving you all kinds of compliments here, but I think if anyone's going to do it, I think it should be you because you did so well with this, this, this 40 minute movie. And like I said, I like it. I really dug it. And uh, the special, I wasn't sure. expecting any, anything as, as far as special effects, but you know that was actually I was I was like they actually you had the lightning effects. It's like I don't know what they're using, but this is this looks amazing. <laughs> you know, yeah, <laughs> you kept it down to a minimum because obviously if you try to do too much, then uh, you know the audience is just straight through that. I mean, right. we even did um, 
this never made it into the actual film, but, you know, we did shots on fine and on a green screen, but and we couldn't, you know, at our level, like, with, with the budget we had, we couldn't necessarily get it to look, right. you know, as good as the rest of the movie. So that would have completely kicked you out of it. If you just would have been like, what the hell is this shit? Well, the, so, the, um, right. The scene that I he, thought was really cool was the, the, the hallway scene where he's fighting all those guys, and every time he's landing a punch, it's, like, sparked up. I was like, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, very much inspired by uh, Daredevil. I'm a huge Daredevil uh, fan. I was thinking and, that when I was watching this. Is this is very reminiscent of I think that fight in season one of Daredevil, where he's just kicking ass yeah. and taking names. Yeah, no, that was yeah, that's kind of yeah. I was th- I didn't want to make any, any suggestions like that because I didn't you know if that's what you were doing or not. But that yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. So, no, yeah. that was per- that was intentional. You know, very much an homage to Daredevil. I think Daredevil is ominous. Particularly with the latter half of season two and all of season three had a big impact on how I even approached this. So, right on. So were you, yeah. were you, do you watch these shows and we'll be like writing notes down? It's like I should do it like this if I'm doing another – if I do a video or a movie. Well, or are you, are you actually able to sit down and watch I it? I don't, I don't write notes, but I watch it just for the enjoyment of it. I just thought it had an impact on me, and then I recognize – when I'm really being inspired by something and I'm writing. And so I'll be like, oh, well, that's, okay, well, how can we do that but different? You know, so you realize right. the entire fight scene right. in the hallway with static isn't necessarily a one take. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's not like we're, we're trying to compete with Daredevil or anything, but there are some elements in there that, that have the fluidity that Daredevil had, you know, and uh, there's not a lot of cuts with the fight, right. you know? So, um, well, yeah. and, I, and I think as far as fan films go, you definitely you know set set a bar for other people because you know it's, you, when you watch some fan films, you can definitely tell this is this is a passion project. They're not really looking to 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 do anything more than just you know have some play fights in, in some cool looking cosplay. But this this you know this yeah. is this could have easily been like a a a, a pilot episode for for the DC universe. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I agree. Well, I appreciate that too. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm serious. I think mean, I was like I, I rewatched it again today because I I knew at some point I was going to talk to you. He's like, I really should have this fresh in my mind before I start talking to him because I don't want to sound like an asshole when I'm like, oh yeah, I watched it a few days ago. I don't remember anything about it, but you know, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you know, but uh, yeah, no, it was like I said, I I really enjoy, I enjoyed you know, I, I pretty much everything about it is. You know, the the story was familiar to me because you know, like I said, I I had watched at least this the the animated series and and uh, watching your video definitely made me want to go back and check the source stuff. So I got I got some of the original comics um, that I'm gonna probably load up on my iPad later and watch or, or read rather. But uh, yeah, yeah, no. yeah, man. So yeah, I'm just looking to we're gonna do more. And uh, to spread out this universe and definitely bring awareness to um, what Milestone was about. And uh, the hope is, honestly, that you know, we're able to do it on a bigger scale. And your budget, yeah. you know, we can pay everybody and that sort of thing. And just have it be a really great project for the culture. You know? Right. You should, take, you should take your video, your movie, to, like, conventions, to, like, comic conventions and stuff. You know, have, yeah, you know, it's crazy because, watch but, it. yeah, you know, before I released it, um, 
we had the official public first public screening was in September of 2018, and uh, we had about 450 people come out. So, and it was just you know what I'm saying like it was at a historic theater here in St. Louis. Um, you know, the whole event was free, but I mean, had that many people come out for right. it was amazing. So you could see photos and stuff on our Instagram and videos too, just like the line being wrapped around the building and going down the street. And uh, from there, we went to Dallas. Uh, I mean, these are like private, you know, screenings that we're having in actual right. theaters. So people would, have, would, would come out and they would watch, you know, the film. And we sold out their slides and uh, came back to St. Louis with a few. Then we went to Berlin. They had an event in Berlin. We ended up showing a film in Berlin to a sold out screening uh, mm-hmm. in London. And then uh, came back to the States and went to a few other major cities like Boston and Chicago. And then uh, Netflix ended up catching wind of it and uh, for Black History Month back in February. And uh, what they were doing was every week for Black History Month, they were showcasing uh, black uh, artists on the come up, essentially. Right on. And so, uh, so we came, we, so they flew us out, you know, to Netflix for about four or five days in February to uh, show static there. They gave us a tour, and that kind of just opened my eyes to a whole other level. You know, there wasn't any deals or anything discussed, but, you know, it was really solid relationships that were uh, made there. And uh, so we showed it at their main campus in Silicon Valley. Oh, wow. Uh, they have a campus in, yes, they have a campus in L.A., too. And that's where all the talent, all the production shit happens, you know. Oh, wow. But uh, the Silicon Valley, Silicon Valley campus, a lot of people forget, you know, like Netflix is at its core it's a tech company. Right. You know, and so um, so we end up showing it up there. And they'll probably have us come back to, to show, uh, you know, the stuff that we're going to work on. You know, <laughs> it sounds like you did uh, some networking, so that's but, awesome. Know. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. I, I, I hadn't, I didn't know that uh, you, you had gotten to do all these things with your, with your movie. That's amazing. That's awesome. Yes, sir. yeah. Yes, that, sir. Well, congratulations on on all that. That's really cool. I mean, the fact that Netflix brought you out to to to, you know, have, show your video and and have you be part of something that they're doing. So that's cool, man. And going out to England, even yes. for that matter, that's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, they're definitely watching. You know, so well, yeah. well, well, well they so they should be because I was like I said, it's it's a great it's a great video and and I've posted about it on my on my Facebook page a couple of times because it is in case you missed it, folks, check this video out. And um, especially if you like if you like the, the the character Static Shock in general, or even if you're not familiar with Static Shock and you like Black Lightning, this is a very similar yeah. type of character. His his powers aren't exactly the same, but they're very similar. And um, right. Oh. I and and I was the one thing I didn't see that I I would I would have liked to have seen is him flying on the trash can. That would have been cool. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, you know that you know we filmed a lot of grand plane stuff with that, but uh, at the end of the day, it just didn't work out. Right. You know? Right. Well, I figured there was probably budgetary yeah. reasons why you didn't have it. Yeah, it would it would have took you completely out of it. But you know, moving yeah. forward, you know, obviously. You know, like, you know, Icon and Hardware and all these people have to fly. So, right you know, we're going to take that up to the next level. That's something we're going to be looking to master. So this way, you know, we can actually have 
not only just the flight aspect of the unit, but we could take the whole fighting choreography up to another level too. That'd be amazing. And need to see some legit, you know, electric blast and all yeah. of that. So yeah. No, I, I think if nothing else, you could probably you could probably work out a if if not on Netflix or DC Universe, you can get get something going on on uh, on uh, YouTube uh, Premium or something and and have a have a whole series on there. Yeah, that would be amazing. But I mean, you're, you're you're getting enough traffic on your YouTube channel, you should be able to at least have at least have your videos monetized to the point where you can get something out of it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, my videos. I mean, my YouTube channel is monetized, but you know, you don't get a you, you don't get a lot of money. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, and obviously, the static, the static sound and whatnot can't be monetized. But, right. You know, we got that's you right. Know, yeah. The, the, that's that, how. Yeah. So that's why I was telling everybody. I was like, look, we're going to take the behind the scenes for the even up to the next level. So that's something we can monetize is educational video. You know, yeah. so we can make a thirty-minute behind-the-scenes documentary and have that be just as good as the actual movie. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, well, there's, and there's, monetize that. There's crowdsourcing too. You could probably, you know, um, you could probably set up like a Patreon page, and if people really dig your your what you did and want to see more, and the way Patreon, and I tried using Patreon, I could just I couldn't get to couldn't get anything out of it, but. uh I'm I'm not as creative as you are. <laughs> I record behind a mic, and no camera. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but um, yeah, it was. It's basically you can have it set up for whenever you post something new, it, it charges the your subscribers, or you can have it set to charging monthly. And uh, yeah. so, I mean, and then you can then you can uh, another thing that they do on there is that uh, you can have your videos unlisted. Or on on YouTube, and then you can have the link on Patreon, and it, people who paid to have access will have access to it from the Patreon page. So well, that's yeah, a that'd thought. Be really cool. It's a thought for sure. Well, I mean, that's that's a way I, around I, the. I wasn't, I wasn't, yeah. You know, I wasn't sure if I should do Patreon or if I should do Kickstarter. I think Patreon might be like considering it'll be an ongoing thing. Right, and we continue and whatnot. Patreon might be a better way to I go. I think Patreon is really good for 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 artist types in general. You know, Kickstarter is good for if you have a product that you're going to be putting out, and when you're done with the, the Kickstarter, you have the funds to to do it and go forward. And Patreon allows you to at least continue to fundraise for future things that are still coming. You know. Yeah, absolutely. So. Yeah, so I'm looking to that more, and uh, yeah. see what we can do. Yeah, um, what you know? Since since we're talking about um, 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 you know comic books and what other things are you into? What what other things do you geek on? Uh, do I geek? I geek on Star Wars a lot. What do you what do you Wars. what do you think of all the 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 Disney <laughs> stuff? Uh, hmm. I'm interested to see what they do with Episode Nine. Because if episode yeah. nine, I'll say this: if episode they come in strong with episode nine and knock it out of the park, all is forgiven. Yeah, you know, all is forgiven. Well, they're but, bringing uh, back Lando for nine. I think right now, so yeah, I think they're just really fine. They're floating on some stuff, you know, and that's typical with. I mean, it really is a new business venture for for Disney to to, to be doing it. 
Right. To be doing stuff, you know. So it's like, how do we go about, you know, slicing people's arms? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> all this crazy, all right. this crazy stuff. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I would, I, I, I'll give Disney the benefit of the doubt because I know, you know, Disney gave us Marvel. You know yeah, yeah. Ever since the Avengers, they they did well, amazing with Marvel. So you know, and and when 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 it first was announced that Disney bought Lucasfilm, all my friends were like, "Oh my God, they're gonna completely screw up Star Wars." It's like, not any worse than George already did. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. it's like, no, it will be a dream come true for yeah. like, like the Star Wars movie. I swear. Oh. I was a kid, literally. I was a kid, literally. Like I would get my whole like shoot. I'll be outside. With you know a sheet, you know a bed sheet as my Jedi robe, and right. literally get all of my friends to join me on you know this yeah uh, little small Wars fantasy thing I had. Yeah. So even then, as a kid, that's literally what I would do. And so I'd be like, you know, eight nine of us out on the street fighting with uh, if we had lightsabers or if we had sticks or you know the little yellow plastic right, right. baseball bag. All of that, you know, and so <laughs> I would, I would really love to to, to do something with Star Wars, man, and just kind of take it back to what the right. Empire Strikes Back in return of the Jedi really gave us, which were very, at the core, very emotional stories. Right. Any action has really added to that. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So. And those and and those the original trilogy are, are like my th- those are the core of my 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 geekiness is that was my first like. You know, not to sound cheesy or anything, but that was my first nerdgasm was watching Star Wars when I was like eight or nine years old. You know, I was, I think I was like seven when the first one came out. So, and I don't remember seeing yeah. Star Wars in theaters. Back then it was still called Star Wars. It wasn't called Episode f- Four until like, right. like 1984 or whatever. But, um, yeah. you know, I, I, I remember getting, my mom actually rented a reel to reel projector and the film from the library. T- for my birthday one year. This is before everyone had VCRs. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, so yeah, I'm an old school Star Wars nerd myself. So yeah, I mean, as far as the 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 Disney version of Lucasfilm, I like them. You know, I I I don't I don't Yeah, I can see why people are getting kind of butthurt over certain things, but you know what? When it comes down to it, Star Wars is for little kids. Hands down, all yeah. all the all these stuff that you think is silly or stupid, isn't for you, man. It's for little kids. So, yeah. and but if if we also enjoy it, great. That's a bonus. That's kind of how I look at it. Mainly because I've I've seen too many of my friends just completely lose their shit over stuff they have no control over. <laughs> it's like there's no reason to get yeah. this upset over something that somebody else is making. If you think you can do better, yeah. go for it. Do your <laughs> thing. You know. Sure. So. That's kind of how I feel about that. I mean, I'm, I'm, and and, and believe me, I've, I've, I've had my nerd rage on stuff in the past. I absolutely hated the prequels, hated them, mm-hmm. and, uh, and 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 actually, I think the only thing I hated more than the prequels was all the special edition crap that they added to the original trilogy. Like, no. See, I had the soft spot. You know, I actually kind of like the prequels. <laughs> you know, I, 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 not, not so much episode one. I, you know, I, I went back and rewatched them, and, and I, I don't hate them as much as I did back then. But there's yeah. still the element of the characters that are like, God, why? No. It's just really so far away. That's, that's, yeah, uh, that's what it is. That's exactly what it is. 
it was it was episode two love story that really ruined it for me. I was like, I don't need this. We don't care. Yes, they have kids. They have twins at the end of this trilogy. We don't need to know what's hey. leading up to that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So anyway. But yeah. yeah, man, I don't want to hold you too long. But no, I gotta, that's fine. I don't. You know. I, I have. I don't want to hold you too long. You probably are a lot busier than I am. Um, you know. But it was great talking to you, man. I like I said, I enjoy enjoy your video. Let people know where they can find you and and your and your uh, your movie. Yeah. Uh, so they could find me on uh, David on Instagram, David Kirkman Films, on Twitter, just David Kirkman. And if you type in like Static Shock movie on either of those, then it'll you know it'll pop right on up. Uh, stat, the Static page will pop right on up. And if you type in Static Shock fan film on YouTube or David Kirkman on YouTube, it'll be like the first one to pop up. So. Yeah. And like I said, if to those people listening, if you haven't seen this and you and you like, you know, any of the the superhero genre stuff, you'll you'll dig this. If even if you don't know who Static Shock is, Static Shock's a cool character nonetheless. So check out David's sure. stuff and hope to see more from you, man. I mean, if 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 this is an indication of what you know, at least the minimum of what you can do, you're going to be going a long ways with uh, with filmmaking and stuff with your career. So good luck with well, that, I appreciate man. that, bro. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, no problem. You know, if nothing else, you know, someone's going to be, like, tapping you on their shoulders saying, hey, you want to come down to California or, or, or better yet, you want to come up to Vancouver, you know? <laughs> you know, put you, put you to work over on the CW or on DC Universe or something. Actually, I think DC Universe films a lot down in, in uh, Louisiana, at least for Doom Patrol and for, um, and, and actually now Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing just came out last Friday. Have you seen that? Oh, yeah, sure is, my man. I have I, I uh, actually, I, I signed back up for the DC Universe a few weeks ago, so I have to check it out. It's, have you it? I watched it this weekend, and and uh, let's 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 just say this: it's, um, it's better than the original movies. And you're probably too young to remember okay. those, but and it's certainly better okay. than the original series. <laughs> the, the original series uh-huh. was the same level of cheese as the original movies. It's, I mean, there was. You gotta keep in mind, it's the '80s, and the and special effects weren't that great back then. And then you know they were were doing it for TV, so a lot of the special effects were really bad. So the costume was. Yeah. And you don't even see Swamp Thing until the very end of the first episode. Everything else is leading up yeah. is just basically setting up for what happens or why he becomes Swamp Thing. So, but it was really good. I yeah. enjoyed it. Uh, All right. Yeah, I'm gonna check that out, man. So. Well, it was good talking to you. Like I said, good luck with everything, and uh, and I'm sure that uh, I'm sure that someone will will see your your video and go, we need to hire that dude. <laughs> so, yeah. All right, man. You have a good uh, day. Hi, you too, sir. Take care. Yeah, take care. Well, he was a he was really fun to talk to, and 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 I, and then I know I I probably talked over him a little bit too much, and I apologize for that. But um, you know, I was just. I, Sometimes I get so excited, I, 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 it's hard for me to like. Don't say it yet. Don't say it yet. But yes, um, yeah. Like I said before, and I'm just repeating myself at this point. Check out his video if you haven't already seen it. Um, you know, just David Kirkman. Yes, static, static fan film. Great. You have to check it out. Later.